Welcome to the Core Principles Podcast. Thank you for tuning in, and we hope you'll enjoy this lively discussion of relevant topics, which we attempt to examine through the lens of unchanging objective truth. Here's the host of the Core Principles Podcast, Clay Howerton. Thank you, Suzanne. Today on Core Principles, I'm going to share observations from Victor Davis Hanson, which he wrote about in American Greatness in an article called 2024, The Year of Our Reckoning. I will offer some of my own observations along the way, and while I agree with the things Professor Hansen observes, I want listeners to know that he deserves credit for assembling these thoughts. I cannot claim that credit. We should remember the now-modern proverb of Nixon-era economic advisor Herb Stein to the effect that what cannot go on without destroying the nation simply will not go on. In some sense, the country for recent years has been cruising on the fumes from prior and likely better, wiser generations and institutions. In 2024, the tab or the bill for our current apathy, our toxic politics, and in some cases, our incompetence will come due. So listeners note that's one man's prediction so feel free to disagree. But since the man making that prediction is Victor Davis Hanson, if you disagree, just be advised, he is more likely to be correct than you or I. He goes on, so next year we will likely see the climax to a number of current dangerous ideas, events, and forces which finally will either overwhelm us or will be addressed and remedied. We live in a Neuronian age, but we can recover if we first understand how we got here and the nature of the suicide we're committing. In 2023, it became clear to even the most loyal supporters of the Biden administration that the United States has simply lost or indeed forfeit American deterrence abroad. Our enemies do not fear us. Our friends do not trust us. Neutrals couldn't care either way. After the 2021 Kabul debacle, which, by the way, listeners, I discussed in the summer of 2021 on this program, Core Principles, and after the 2022 Russian invasion of Ukraine, which, by the way, listeners, I predicted on that same episode of Core Principles, and after the 2023 brazen Chinese spy balloon's uncontested trajectory over the United States, and after the recent Hamas invasion of Israel and the serial Iranian-fueled terrorist attacks on U.S. installations in the Middle East, and the terrorist Houthis' veritable absorption of the Red Sea, many of America's opportunistic enemies drew conclusions and adopted strategies that would have been previously unthinkable. Either adversaries will be so emboldened to start regional wars an impotent Iran now brags it will block the entire Mediterranean. Or a United States will be shocked into action and have to deter Iran and deter the Houthis and the Islamic terrorists while dealing with an opportunistic China who is eager to annex Taiwan and Russia who is determined to finish off Ukraine. Those challenges will force the military 
to staunch its recruitment hemorrhaging, to rectify low morale, and to rearm. Such rebooting in turn will require discarding the woke agenda, stopping the DEI proselytizing and the virtue signaling, and returning to a meritocracy focused on military preparedness and battlefield efficacy. Since January of 2021, the Biden administration has flagrantly and unapologetically dismantled federal immigration law. It destroyed the border as we once knew it. It has already greenlit more than 8 million illegal entrants, with another quarter million entering every month. Side notes here about immigration. There are now more illegal immigrants who, as far as we know, have no interest in assimilating into becoming Americans, beholden to the principles on which this nation was founded. More of these illegals coming into our country within 12 months' time than there are American babies being born to mothers who are citizens of this country. Let that sink in. Ask yourselves why Democrats get even more unhinged than usual when anyone suggests that there could be some strategy to replace the electorate. Back to Professor Hansen. No one in government has offered any projected costs to the states and federal agencies of offering health, food, housing, legal, education subsidies to millions who broke the law by entering the United States and continue to violate it while residing unlawfully here. Is that the sign of promising American citizens that the first thing he or she does upon entering America is break our law? Incredibly, no one has even explained to Americans why millions of illegal aliens are exempt from things like vaccine mandates, background checks, adherence to the law that is demanded of United States citizens and of those who immigrate legally. We will soon demand so-called real IDs of American citizens to travel on airplanes, but we fly illegal aliens all over the states without any identification. In fact, those who blew up the border can't honestly even explain to the American people why they did so. Side note, I've already explained one possible reason, but they go nuts when you say, well, that's the reason. Speculations. Was this destruction of our border to ensure future or even present uh, political constituents? Well, another side note, Democrats are registering them as Democrat voters, which is, of course, illegal. They're illegal immigrants. I would call what the Democrats are doing treasonous. Is there blowing up at the border to ensure cheap labor? Is it to ensure higher taxes to pay for more government services and to spread the wealth? Side note, I don't think that's the case since these illegals aren't likely to pay taxes. Is it obeyance to the diversity, equity, inclusion, DEI lobbies? Is it to make up for fleeing blue state populations? The United States has now exceeded both in real numbers and in percentages all past numbers of non-native-born American residents at a time when civic education and the idea of the melting pot and adherence to assimilation 
have never been more under assault. By the Democrats, by the way. In 2024, Victor Davis Hanson predicts, either the border will close as it must, or the United States will suffer radical political realignments, sheer chaos in our major cities, protests from Americans who are furious over the complete flaunting of federal law by their own elected officials, and a likely impeachment of Joe Biden for deliberately forsaking his oath to faithfully execute the office of the President of the United States. The October 7 Hamas invasion of Israel and massacring of nearly 1,200 Jews and the virulent anti-Semitism that swept our elite campuses and big cities even before the October 27 Israeli Defense Force retaliatory invasion of Gaza was a wake-up call about the radicalized hatred and the anti-Semitism now endemic in the left. Campus protesters dropped the prior protestations that they were not anti-Semitic in their hatred of Israel. Instead, they now call out the Jews by name. They disrupt their homes and their businesses, regardless of their views on Zionism. Pro-Hamas protesters feel free to harass Jews, and with impunity and arrogance chant genocidal chants, promising the destruction of Israel and every Jew on planet Earth. Mediocre curricula, grade inflation, and campus polarization have convinced the public they are no longer deserving of the many taxpayer indulgences that shield campuses from market realities, such as massive federal research grants and subsidies, tax-free billions of dollars in private donations, tax-free endowment income in the tens of billions of dollars, and taxpayer-subsidized $2 trillion in student loans. So insulated are these atolls of privilege that they cannot recognize growing public anger over the damage they are doing to this country. Iconic Harvard University cannot even fire its DEI president, Claudine Gay, despite serial instances in her own past of plagiarism, which prompted Harvard's sycophantic board to defend her by embracing a new euphemism. Plagiarism is not plagiarism, it is duplicative language, as if to signify the tiny clerical lapse of stealing the ideas and prose of others. And that says nothing, side note, by the way, of her outrageous anti-Semitism when she can't even say calling for genocide and murdering every Jew on planet Earth is a bad thing. Another side note also, this is a perfect time to remind listeners that I am referencing Victor Davis Hanson throughout this episode. These observations are his. He's a genius, so I happen to agree with most of his observations. But I encourage you to read the things that Victor Davis Hanson publishes, whether in his books or in publications like American Greatness. Another prediction that he offers. In 2024, radical changes in university administration and values will begin to be made, or higher education will face a reckoning from the public and a newly elected government. Well, next, Victor Davis Hanson talks about financial reckoning. The era of printing money, zero interest rates, modern monetary theory, and spending wildly is drawing to a close. 
The mounting interest on the national debt is now crowding out optional but soon essential annual federal spending. At some point soon, one generation of Americans is going to have to exercise spending restraint or accept a continuing decline in living standards. And next, regarding politics, Victor Davis Hanson predicts, we will either see the destruction of presidential electoral politics as we have known, or a complete repudiation of lawfare. The current new normal that the party in power indicts the leading candidate of the opposition is not sustainable and is not compatible with the ideas of America. Either the military will have to deter dramatically our growing number of opportunistic enemies, or it will descend into something like the French army between world wars, plagued by ideology, ossified brass, corruption, mediocrity, misplaced investments, and bankrupt strategies. And if there are not radical changes in higher education, our Ivy League and self-identified elite campuses will all go the way of Bud Light, Disney, and Target, once premier brands reduced to red ink and laughingstock caricatures. The United States, according to Victor Davis Hanson, is cracking under 8 million illegal entries and can't sustain another year and 2 million more illegal entrants or a total of 55 to 60 million foreign-born residents with no idea of how many are U.S. citizens or are illegal aliens or green card holders or how many are employable or free of criminal records or in need of massive federal and state subsidies. In 2024, therefore, Victor Davis Hanson opines, the U.S. will begin to see that to meet its spiraling debt, it will either keep inflating its currency or slash spending or raise even further the taxes to the degree that even the lower class will pay 50% of their income in state and federal taxes or renounce its debt and thus go full third world. So he asks, will we meet these challenges or ensure the ongoing decline? If what we saw after October 7, or the wild and out-of-control reign of weaponized local and state prosecutors, or what we see at the border, or the paralyses we witness abroad of our military, or the breezy way in which our officials promise groups here and abroad billions of dollars in easy money continue in 2024, then the country as we know it would become unrecognizable. And so, dear listeners, as one of America's greatest thinkers, Victor Davis Hanson, has issued a stern warning for all of us to be wary going into 2024, I would add my own complimentary observation relative to this. Liberty is not maintained as a matter of natural course. It must be defended. Have a blessed day and a happy new year. Core Principles Podcast is produced in Paducah, Kentucky by Real Productions. Music is by Late July, L-E-I-G-H-T July. You can find our music on all streaming services or at latejuly.com. Thank you for joining us today for this episode of the Core Principles Podcast. Please visit core.buzzsprout.com for more information. And please share with your friends. We look forward to visiting with you again on our next episode.